Hello everyone and welcome back to What's Going On with Austin. Today we're talking about the hardest job you get in your college career. But first, I want to introduce the guest I have with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored to be your first special guest on your very fun podcast. Um, I, me and Austin go way back. I ended up meeting him on a staff for Residence Life. We were in Hall 14 together for about two years, Austin, is that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, as you can probably guess, this job is working in Residence Life. So, for those that don't, We'll have, say some different terms throughout this podcast. So we'll say a CA or RA stands for community assistant or resident assistant, whatever floats your boat. So basically what this job is, you are the glorified babysitter of a bunch of <laughs> college kids at the campus. So we're going to talk about some different horror stories and different experiences that we've had with this. The first thing that we're going to talk about is why everyone comes to this job. So first of all, the benefits for this job are amazing. So when I first got hired, uh, the position paid $7.25 a month. So pretty crazy, but you got a free housing and a free meal plan. Then throughout the year, it got better. So it went from being paid 50 a month to now where it scales based on your year. So it's gotten a lot better. But with that job, you have to work for every single penny that you get. It is, this is the hardest job because it's 24 seven. And so first thing we're gonna talk about is the training. So what do you think about the training? Okay, so as Austin was saying, the benefits are awesome. Um, But I will say being a CA or an RA is not for everyone. And it is a very um, mentally tolling experience, but also can be very um, rewarding because you get to see um, your, like residents kind of grow into like, you know, real life people. And it's kind of super fun and super cool, which is why I really loved it. However, (laughs) train, that being said, training has to be a big thing. Like, um, it's a very, um, mentally tolling experience because you're talking about some very serious topics. Um, some like suicide related, um, some title nine related, Um, and it's just a lot. What I always say is everybody either comes out of training mentally or physically sick. Um, sometimes you're very, you're very unlucky, I guess, not fortunate. And you come out as both, but it is definitely an experience and kind of feels like a fever dream thinking back to it. What do you think, Austin? It it was so hard because for the, the training that we're referring to is the fall back to school one. So this training happens an entire week before move-in starts where we talk about expectations. So one of the things that we do as CAs is we do glorified arts and crafts. So we make door decks, which are the things you put on people's doors with their names on it. And we do bulletin boards with different educational themed ones. So like they usually do ones about like safe sex, getting involved on campus, things like that. And now easily the hardest part about the job itself is being on duty or on call. So whenever you're on duty, you have these, this cell phone that there's a building specific for every phone, different phone number. So let's talk about duty first of all, because why were they making us baby undergrad students going through those situations? Well, I think Austin, that was kind of part of the job, (laughs) and it was definitely an experience. I think we both learned a lot from experience with said duty phone because 
Um, basically, when you have the duty phone, um, you're not to leave the building, and you're in the building from like, I don't know, like 8 p.m. to like when the desk opens in the morning for you to drop off the duty phone. Um, so there's definitely a lot of different situations that you can get called for on the duty phone. One of the most common and easiest um, were lockouts, and residents just forgot their keys, would get would go to the bathroom, get locked out since we were in community bath. Um, that happened a lot, just someone using the restroom at like 5 a.m. and then forgetting their keys. Um, and then we get to some of the bigger incidents where you were stressful in the moment, but you look back and laugh at now. Yeah, I think a big one for me was one of my, because we frequently had different new hires, so I would help train them. One of my duty partners she was brand new her first weekend we switched the so on the weekends we hold the phone 24 7 so all night friday all day saturday and we give it back sunday night so i think it was a friday it was my partner's first time holding the phone i was like hey if you need anything knock on my door i'm a pretty light sleeper because of the job tell me why i was expecting you know like a lockout something that's you know a common problem for us why did she knock on my door and tell me that someone cut the water lines in the bathroom <laughs> like out of all the things to expect why like i don't i don't get it what possessed someone to cut the water lines in the sink because yeah let's just talk about that what <laughs> We definitely, in Hall 14, mind you, um, for those of you who don't know, it is a freshman hall, which also brings its own unique experiences because it's the transition from high school to college. So a lot of people are finding themselves and a lot of them are getting that first taste of freedom. Um, so it definitely brings its own interesting challenges compared to some other halls. Um, and speaking of water, Austin, <laughs> that reminds me of one of the first times I handled a situation on duty. Now, was I on duty? No. However, was I hanging out with someone who was on duty? Yes, which got me dragged into the situation. Um, we received a call at about 5 a.m. about a toilet exploding in um, the lobby. And we get there, and there is about three inches of water throughout 14 lobby. Um, from that lobby bathroom. And when I tell you I was horrified, this was before school even started. This was before, like, right when training ended. So fresh, new baby CA dealing with this. Um, I know I told Austin about this story after it happened. I think, what was your response? I think you were, like, happy to be warm in your bed dry. Yes, I, I was just happy that I was not involved because apparently it knocked on my door, but for training, you're staying up till probably 2 o'clock every morning trying to get your bulletin boards done before the due date yeah so that like seeing the pictures the next day i was thankful i was in bed yeah like it was bad we had a little cheap carpet installation that was in the lobby had to get thrown away because it was just it was ruined yeah we um when we were there um basically we started instructing any resident who was in the lobby to like if they wanted to to help us so we were throwing away those cart those cheap carpet squares like out just into the lawn um and like our desk computer at the time the computer was like on the ground like that big you know clunky box part of the computer and we had to like eat that up on the desk and we were sweeping water out of the building um for like two hours um because the toilet was like I don't. I couldn't tell you what happened, but it was basically squirting water out like a fire hydrant, and the plumbing person didn't get there until two hours later. So we were trying our best to <laughs> deal with what we had. 
Yeah, and if you think that sounds crazy, that is like the least of it. So the situation that I was talking about earlier with the vandalism, it went on that entire semester. Like, we that was like a, our ongoing joke was the vandal of Hall 14 because this person, we, we still to this day do not know who did it. They, they could be out there still. <laughs> they got away red-handed. Like, everyone lock your doors because the vandal is still out there. The vandal of Hall 14. <laughs> like they, first of all, smashed the lights in the bathroom. So smash the lights, cut the water lines in the sink, random things like that, that you're thinking, what possesses a student to do that? Mm-hmm. We don't know ourselves. And um, mind you, so the way Hall 14 is set up, this was on the fourth floor, and there are two sets of like community bathrooms on the fourth floor. So if one bathroom is like out of order, basically the entire floor has to go to the other one. So if this person was a resident on the first, the fourth floor, they were definitely making their life a lot harder. Um, but yeah, this, what was it? Like over the course of a semester, honestly, there was a lot of different events. Um, one of the worst ones, in my opinion, I think they, I think they broke a pipe on the urinal, right? And then yes. it started spraying out. Yes. That was wild. I was there for that. And when I tell you, I saw a resident in a American flag, like speedo situation, going down the hallways, like a slip and slide, um, just to take the opportunity while he could, because that was another time where Hall 14 had a flood. <laughs> It flooded so much for for no reason. Yeah, and it was all like, it wasn't like the outside coming in. It was the inside just wreaking havoc. Um, I will say, because of those experiences, though, I put, I have experience with floods on my resume. (laughs) Yes, crisis management, definitely Mm -hmm. for this job. And besides the different, like, vandalism calls, we also frequently got calls of, like, noise complaints, things like that. Those were personally my favorite because I'm knocking on the door, hey, please be quiet. Your people next to you, or I don't say where, but they were complaining, you're too loud. We're trying to go to bed, have a good night. But then sometimes you had these really hard ones where like we have residents that like broke up with their romantic partner, things like that, where I was like, uh, sorry, can I like, you got text the group me. You're like, hey, someone come right now, please. I need help. Yeah, so the thing with me and Austin, Austin really liked being the bad cop and he liked dealing with those like really like hard like policy rule type of situations, whereas I'm a baby, I'm a people pleaser, it is hard for me to deal with those kind of situations, so he would usually deal with those for me and then I would go in on the more like emotionally like situations for Austin, um, just because that's what I'm more comfortable with and it was really great we kind of had a yin and yang thing going and Austin's over here nodding his head vigorously yeah we're just laughing and joking about it now but as you can probably understand this job at the time was a lot like think about how you have classes in the morning at 8 a.m but you're up at two o'clock dealing with the flood or people getting in a fight things like that it is hectic it is not for the week mm-hmm. I think now I'm just once you get out <laughs> the, the clarity of like, I could sleep without people calling my phone, you know, I can, I have my own private bathroom now. That is probably the best part is showering without shoes now. 
Yeah, I think one of the most important things is like, yes, we're like talking about these funny situations, but if you're someone who is maybe considering being an RA or a CA in the future, um, what my advice to you is really thinking about like if you're at a, like a stable point in your life to be able to handle it because like being a RA or a CA is not again it's very rewarding but like it's not a stable job like you're gonna have funny hours you're gonna have weird incidents come up um and like you're living in the building where you're working so it's really important for you to be able to set those boundaries with residents um and just in general be able to set those boundaries so you are able to still have your life and be able to complete your schoolwork along with dealing with incidents so a little more serious note but also very important because that's what i always tell everyone yeah, and you kind of reminded me because one part of the CAs is on our staff doors, we have to maintain a where am I tracker mm-hmm. that tells our people, hey, I'm in class. Oh, I'm eating right now. I'm working at the front desk. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a thing I forgot about is because it feels so just... Intrusive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree with Austin there. Um Another thing is when you're some like you're an RA or a CA in the building, you are easily recognizable to everyone around you. Um, so like if like you bring someone over, everyone in the building's gonna know. If you like anything you do, like it's that your business is probably gonna be like out there. Like your dirty laundry is gonna be there for everyone to see because one, people are nosy, and two, if you're just easily recognizable in the hall that kind of just happens with the job it gets aired out like if i bring a friend over working on a group project in a study room group me dms who is that Ooh, i see you oh okay <laughs> let me find out and the thing is it goes for the residents too like mm-hmm. we conduct duty rounds we see the people that you're bringing every night oh yeah for sure <laughs> we we are very much more aware of your lives than you think we are we are like the neighborhood watch. We have like an ongoing thing of like, oh yeah, these people got pretty close. Now they're hanging out. Yeah, and we're absolutely, I, th- I think of it kind of like how like high school teachers like quietly like ship people in their classrooms. Like we are absolutely doing that in our brains and thinking, mm, they would be a cute couple. Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun. So as you can tell, we got pretty close with the people that we worked with because we're together 24-7. <laughs> like, we kind of started off as strangers, but then I left with like more of a family feel because of how often we were together and you have to rely on other people to cover desk shifts, to hold the phone, or even to seek advice on how to manage these things. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with Austin. It was definitely more of a family feel than friends because you just got so close dealing with different like situations, different incidents. Um, some are funny and lighthearted. Some can get a little bit darker, um, but it was definitely very much a family dynamic. We didn't get along 100% of the time. There was sometimes sibling, sibling rivalry, rivalries. Oh my goodness, that was rough. Um, but sibling rivalries. Um, but all in all, we loved each other, and it was honestly very great because I don't know how I would have survived without that support system. What do you think, Austin? Yeah, I think it's one of Bacto's, like the sibling thing where like, you simultaneously love and hate someone at the same time <laughs> because I I butt heads a lot with the staff sometimes because I like to be out of the building as much as possible after putting up with incidents like that where you know the building's flooded or someone's crying at your door well 
I need to get away from this. And like we talked about earlier, when you live at your work, it is really hard to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. So kind of finding that middle ground. And so the staff being like, hey, come hang out in the lobby. We have pizza. Meanwhile, I'm like trying my best to get away from the building as much as possible. We definitely all had different ways of coping (laughs) with the stresses that RA um, brought. Definitely um, my experience because of my supportive staff and just in general my experience as CA. I think back to who I was before I became a CA and I was a completely different person. And I am just so grateful for all the experiences I've had as a CA and meeting all of these wonderful people, including Mr. Austin Farmer himself. <laughs> um, has really has really influenced me and my life choices. I'm, um, along with Austin, we're working and pursuing our master's at SFA in student affairs and higher education. Um, and I don't know about him, but um, through my experience as an RA, seeing the growth of other people, like me being able to help my residents grow, um, was just so rewarding and something I want to be able to be a part of like for the rest of my life, because Um, College can definitely be a lot of different experiences. It's what you make of it. And it's really nice being able to be helpful and help people have those good experiences in college and not let anyone fall through those cracks. Um, And it's just been really cool and really rewarding. And I am super happy to be here today and I would not change a thing. What about you, Austin? I definitely enjoyed the experience. I know because of everything that happened at Res Life, <laughs> I probably won't go back. <laughs> Not that <but> I twitching. <laughs> yeah, there's there's much love though for residence life. I definitely it gave me so many transferable skills. So like emergency management, mm-hmm. crisis management, also kind of helping refine those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because like we kind of harped on the entire time, is it it is a pretty intense job, especially when you're doing school on top of it. Mm-hmm. But it, I. The most fulfilling part for me is seeing my residents either graduate or around campus. And they're like, hey, like, I remember you. Like, they told their friends, that was my CA. I forget their names, but, like, it's, <laughs> it's really sweet that, you know, you made such an impact on somebody that you didn't even talk to in the building when they lived there. So Yeah, for sure. My first round of residents, I still talk to a lot of them to this day. And um, this past semester, I had, like, my first ever, like, round of residents like one of my residents graduated and there's nothing like it it's really like a proud like mom or dad type of feeling in your chest like you feel a warm that like they got here and they worked so hard and especially when you know about their struggles that makes me feel so old because i think <laughs> my second round now are like graduating or getting close to it and especially when you get you're pers- like you're getting a higher degree than a bachelor's it makes you feel a lot older because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're still here? What are you doing here? It really is wild. I feel like I'm like 21 going on 40 or like even like when me and Austin go to get Chick-fil-A or something, everyone just looks so much younger. <laughs> yeah. And with all those experiences, that's really what's going on with Austin. Hope you all have a great day. Let us know what you think about the episode, if we should do a part two of some crazy stories we've heard. Thank you so much for coming to our episode today. And we'll see you next time.